Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Everybody, welcome to your week. Thank you for joining us on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And each and every day we like to start the show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. And we call it the three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're gonna be talking about three things. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. All right. Behind door number one today, we have a dancing FBI agent who shot somebody. Whoops. What? Did you not hear about the story? I did. I was, oh, okay. I was feigning surprise. Well, um, if you haven't heard the story, an off-duty FBI agent was dancing at a Denver nightclub over the weekend when he accidentally discharged a firearm, firearm wounding another patron in the leg. The victim, an adult male, was rushed to the hospital. It was apparently in good condition, but there was video, uh, which many of you probably saw over the weekend. But if you didn't, let's have a little bit of a listen to um, somebody who saw what had happened. It was a breakdown circle, like quintessential breakdown circle. There was one man who was doing flips, and then he left, and the FBI agent, I guess, I, we didn't know that, he came on the scene and he did a backflip. And he was dancing, and then right as he did that backflip, his gun fell out, and it hit the ground. Um, it shot off. Well, high spirits are saying, saying the gun went off from someone's pocket. About two minutes after that, paramedics start flooding in, and they're crowding this guy. I would certainly hope that alcohol was not involved, because as a gun owner myself, um, and being someone who is part of the community that cares about gun safety, I'm very responsible with my firearm. I know my friends are as well. You cannot carry if you're in a bar or an establishment or if you've been drinking. So the thing that's frustrating about that entire thing is he didn't even, the gun didn't go off when it fell out of his pants. Mm-hmm. That's not what caused the gun to go off. What caused the gun to go off was him picking it up. When he picked it up, he grabbed it and accidentally fired the gun into the crowd, which then shot the guy in the leg. I just was watching the video of it. And as he walks away, it's so bizarre because it's almost like he doesn't know what had happened. And so he, you know, kind of puts his hands up like, oh, I don't know, and like saunters off. Yeah. It's the weirdest darn thing. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, luckily, nobody was um, killed. Right. Somebody I kind of feel like that could have easily, very easily happened. Yeah. Somebody could have really yeah. gotten hurt. Hmm. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. I have to tell you, this was responsible for a whole lot of laughter at the Lindstrom house on Friday night. We learned that uh, a very interesting horse claimed its maiden victory at Remington Park in Oklahoma City during the horse races. Oh, a horse race. Okay. Yeah, horse race. What kind of victory? Yeah, a horse race. And um, I think the. Rather than tell you the name, you should listen to the announcer who was calling the race. And you can hear this very interesting name repeated throughout. Here we go. Okay. They're off. Good start. 
Cage Fighter, both of these nuts, they come away together. Both of these nuts goes for the front, has it by a long uh, Cage Fighter not going away easily. And DF Dynasty 3 Green right there running third outside. Bang, bang, you're gone, making some headway. Final 100 yards for both of these nuts. Cage Fighter trying to battle back. Both of these nuts. Cage Fighter, both of these nuts rolling to victory by a head over Cage Fighter. Both of these nuts. <laughs> First name, Bofa. Middle um, name, D's. Last name, Nuts. Are, are basically, <clears throat> are these real horse names? Or is this yes. just some kind of weird, like... No, these are horse names. The why thing, would you name your horse Bofa D's Nuts? Why wouldn't you? I mean, I'm sure that some rich family let their young child name the horse. Um, horse names are some of my favorite things in the bang, world. Bang, bang, you're gone. I'm just looking at the mm-hmm. rest of the list. DF, Dy- I should be careful because I don't know what I'm saying. DF, Dynasty, Three Grin. Yeah, some of them are weird, but some of them are funny. I will just say, like, that's when my husband and I bet on the horses. I typically do it by uh, horse name. My husband pays attention to the statistics, yeah. but I would have put money on both of oh, these well, nuts. Sh- well, you would have won. I, I would have won money on both of these nuts. <laughs> it never gets old. We laughed so hard. Both oh. these nuts. Mm-hmm. Did both Here's of these have- oh, oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, um, I was just going to say, did uh, both of these nuts have anything to say upon winning? Mm. Nay. No. <laughs> I see what you did there. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. From nuts to, well, a lot of bleeps. Let's have a listen to none other than Sandy Bullock. You know that she speaks German, right? I think we've talked about that yes. on the show before. Actress Sandra Bullock speaks uh, German because she has a German mom. She was actually raised between uh, the U.S. and Germany when she was a kid. And uh, she, of course, is doing the rounds for Ocean's 8. Uh, and so she was on Jimmy Kimmel. And she taught him some German. Let's have a listen. Is this true that you grew up in in Germany? Yes, between Germany and Washington, D.C. I never realized that. I know. Yeah, how long were you Does it make in me Germany? more fascinating to you now? Yeah, it does. Watch. No, in a way, it makes me feel like you've been hiding something. A little bit? Yeah, little bit. it's like, you remember Kevin Costner in No Way Out, where all of a sudden he spoke Russian at the end? It's kind of what happens with me. That's you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, but I, I speak German. You fully, fluently German? Pretty much. Really? Would you speak a little German? Because how, about I how about I teach you how to say something? Oh, yes. Teach me how to say something in German. Oh. Um, say, ich bin. Ich bin. Ein. Ein. Oh, I know this one. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Ich bin ein. Ich, ich bin ein. Arschloch. What was that? Loch. 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 Like loch. Like a lake? Yes, yes. Okay. Ich bin ein. Does that mean I'm an a- Is that yep. what? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Oh my God. It's hard to say, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, say. I'm not going to say it again, but yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> so that, uh, you have no idea what she was no. getting him to say, do you? Do you no. have an idea? I mean, it sounded like, uh, from what he said, um, an A A word. Yeah. And like... Uh, you know, an empty s- space in the ground. Uh, what do you mean? An empty. Yeah, okay. exactly. That's exactly the word. <laughs> but I don't we know how say you say it in well, German. Okay. You've heard British people say A-R-S-E, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For A-S-S. Mm-hmm. We can say that, right? I mean, or just keep spelling. Uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. You can say that, right? And then uh, why can't you say that on TV? 
I don't know. In German, of all things, we can say it on the radio. That's what I think is so weird. Like, especially. And it's also late night TV. I also just think it's weird that you can't swear in a, swear in a foreign language on television. Am I weird? Yeah, no, I'm actually confused now because we would say that word. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's we not would, true. We would say the, we would say the, the ASS first word. word. We would not say no, the whole and we part. certainly would not put them. Yeah, in proximity. In the same sentence, but that's Negative. the word. So anyway, if you want it, no, just Google it. It's not that hard. I also think she could have. You, it really is kind of spectacular to listen to her speak in German. We've done that before where you've uh, shared this YouTube video of her addressing. I, was she accepting an award in Germany? Or yeah, was we she, couldn't yeah. have time. We yeah, can we listen totally to do. it. I'll find it. Um, when you hear Sandra Bullock just speaking a foreign language. It's cute. It's she adorable. has such a delightful little. She's very um, meek sounding. Mm-hmm. Holly, I'm going to put this clip up and uh, I promise there's no swears. It's right under the current clip you just well, and if there are swears they're all in german mm-hmm. and we apologize our in german advance. friends would know yeah so anyway this is sandy speaking at a um the spricht deutsch no that's speaking german <laughs> on here it says in awards <laughs> what they're saying is she's speaking german at an award show i was I trying to figure love out that which you call her sandy mensch bin ich nervös weil da drüben auf dem boden liegt meine sprache okay um in was für großartigen Zeiten wir leben, weil irgendwann war ich mal Kellnerin, dann war ich Putzfrau, dann war ich Diskotänzerin, dann war ich Hundefriseuse. <lacht> wer, wer hätte gedacht, dass all diese Berufe mich eines Tages auf diese Bühne führen würden? Aber I mean, I could just listen to her do that all right? day long. It's, It's so kind cute. of adorable. Yeah. Um, but I kind of wish she would have taught. I get that it was a cute little moment with Jimmy Kimmel. Well, that was just dumb because. I mean, that's like the cheapest thing you can do is teach yeah. somebody a swear word in another language. Yeah. You know, I no, mean, she could have been done before. They could have just made her read like famous lines in another language. I, I feel like they could have had more fun with her. Yeah, she could. You know what she could have done? She could have uh, like translated lines from whatever movie Ocean's 8, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. Into German and yeah. looped that over a scene or something mm-hmm. that would have been way more funny. We should call them and let them know. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to take our call. Hi, for you, guys, sure. you did it wrong. Yeah. All right. When we come back on my talk, one Oh seven one, we are going to um, translate a dirt alert into German for you. Oh are my you God. Gonna do that? Sure. I'll, I'll do. No, <laughs> I do not speak fluent German. Elizabeth Reese is bringing in all the dirt from Hollywood with the dirt alert on my talk. One Oh seven one. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. The beautiful Elizabeth Reese has arrived with her wheelbarrow of dirt from Hollywood. That is exactly what I have. Hi, you guys. Nice to be with you. Good morning. Okay, this is pretty fun. I just have to um, give a little fun shout out to Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton because they went to a friend's wedding on Saturday and... Gwen Stefani danced to her own song. Oh, God. Hollaback Girl. <laughs> that is one of my favorite songs. It is a good song. It's mm-hmm. That's sort of like a fun perk of being a celebrity that you go you to these to dance your own weddings music. and it's like your own tune comes on and then you just get to dance it I out. Bet that, but you know, don't you feel like the floor like clears and all eyes are on you? <laughs> right? Like, because everybody's like, Gwen Stefani's here and her own song is on. Let's all see what happens. They went to this um, wedding. It was at River Ranch Stockyards in Fort Worth, Texas, which is I'm kind of thinking is where my cousin got married. Oh, cool. But I don't know. They did a ranch, Fort Worth, Texas wedding. Um, and so she shared some fun little videos, one of her on the dance floor as Hollaback Girl. And she captioned it, 
pulled onto the dance floor along with the word bananas. Oh, who was it that got married? Is it somebody we know? Friend. Okay, Mm-mm. isn't anyone that we Interesting. know? Interesting. I um, I would think it's probably one of Blake Shelton's friends if it's in Texas. I'm just gonna go ahead and say something. What? Because I just think that this relationship is fake. as fake as they yeah. come. Yeah, I think so too. Um, that that this is all totally staged. I mean, they oh, may I'm very sure. well have gone to a, a wedding together, right? And it may very well be his friend. But her sharing all the videos from it is very much to be like, see, we're hanging out. Well, also, I think it's kind of presumptuous. You 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 would you would hope that at least they had the permission of the bride and groom to yeah. put up those videos. Yeah, because I would hope so. If I were a famous person, I don't know that I would go around publicizing someone else's wedding without their permission. You know, I ask about. I'm not a famous person, but I ask about that stuff because I have a public profile and let mm-hmm. people see. So you know, like I w- I don't post photos of other people's kids oh sure mm-hmm. that's a good idea yeah because i just wouldn't do that unless yeah. i had the permission like right. my nieces and nephew i have my in-laws permission to do that mm-hmm. so then i would do it but other than that you got to be careful yeah okay anywho anywho if you were a celebrity you were at the vuv clico polo classic over the weekend oh. but i did not I was, I was not there i know <laughs> can you think of anything that sounds like snootier than polo the, and polo also clico. the vuv clico, the vuv clico. The fantastic champagne, mm-hmm. which yes. is so delicious. Mm-hmm. Side note. Uh, Penelope Cruz, Sam Rockwell, Sienna Miller were among vests, uh, guests in the VIP tent at the Polo Classic on Saturday. And then there are Polo stars. And anyway, if you missed it, sorry. I just... Bummer. Um, I have lots of thoughts about Polo in general. I don't really get it. I don't either. And I don't think any of those people that were there do either. No, and I think it's that. just like a rubbing elbows with rich people situation. Yeah. Also, too... Like, how many polo players really are there in the world? I, they were <laughs> well, all there. They're probably, I mean, again, rich people. They're rich people, but they're they're rich horse people, yeah. which is even more different. You know, I mean, like, a lot. You, it, it is expensive to have horses, but not all horse people are rich people. Well, and, and not, not all, all rich ho- people and, are horse people. And not all horses are polo horses. No, some of them are just trying right. to, like, you know, eat Could some you see hay. what a niche this is? This is such a niche. Like... <laughs> Yeah, nobody, no, no, no. That's just like, ugh, snooty for the purpose of being snooty. I know. I'm just going to the polo match. I know, but I kind of want to go. Well, duh. I'm just saying, I mean, like, yeah. especially anything that's sponsored by Vuv Clico. Like, you know, when you go to, um, have you ever been to the U.S. Open, to the tennis match in, no. um, in New York? So I've been- Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And a couple times, when my sisters lived in New York, we would go and then get tickets. My husband loves tennis, so it, it you know it's the, the events that are sponsored by like. Grey Goose and Mercedes mm-hmm. Benz. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just going to be great. Yeah. Opulent and guess what? And- it is. I can tell you there that there if there's an event like that, there is a 100 percent chance that I am not invited. <laughs> <laughs> I'd invite you. I think you do great. Thank you. He's just so fun. <laughs> uh, this was really cute over the weekend. I saw this and was so happy. Um, so a lot of the stars of Big Little Lies, they went together to go see Shailene Woodley's new movie, Adrift. And they oh, yeah. posted a picture, Reese mm-hmm. Witherspoon um, and uh, Zoe Kravitz and Laura Dern and Shailene, Shailene Woodley. They all went together and they showed their ticket stubs. And it was sort of like stars just like us. We like go to the yeah, movie. We buy our own But I mean, how movies. funny would it be to go to a movie to see a f- movie and then... It stars Shailene Woodley, and then Shailene Woodley is in the movie. That's theater. crazy. I mean, like, that would hey be really guys. fun. But yeah. they all um, talked about just what true support and sisterhood looks like. That's sweet. Shailene says, "I feel so shown up for." Oh, which I thought was really yeah, great. especially given the the news. I mean, there were some headlines on Friday about her that she had really she was considering quitting acting altogether wow. before Big Little well, Lies. Kinda, yeah, she oh, I didn't know that. Her. She kind of got rough treatment from Hollywood, and she's kind of just one of those people well, that's kind not of too comfortable in, yeah. in her mm-hmm. own skin, yeah. much less in Hollywood. I know, I think so too. Well, and she does all the the. Um, I mean, she's super into um, the she environment. Yeah, and so she's she was protesting the pipelines yes. and got arrested and doing all that stuff. So she's definitely not like your um, kind of your cookie cutter Hollywood actress, which yeah. I think is what makes her so great. Mm-hmm. She's been doing a nice job in interviews. You know who was all over the place was Juliana Margulies this morning. Uh-huh. She was on live with Kelly and Ryan and um, Good Morning America. And she's talking about her new show, Dietland, yep. on AMC, which is based on a novel, which I haven't read. And now I want to read it. And I was watching some of the trailers of the show and it looks really good. Yeah, we're all over it. You're we're going to be it? talking about it a little bit later today. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. And you're thinking you want to watch it. I, I, I love Juliana Margulies. So do I. I mean, I, I wasn't an ER Juliana Margulies person. I was a um, good wife. Oh, Juliana yeah. See, Margulies. I was an ER Juliana Margulies right. person. But wherever you fall on the Margulies just, scale, you will be <laughs> excited to see her. I mean, in addition to the actresses, just like, you know, you've got you know, the same person that's behind Mad Men and yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And it's a wonderfully, like, appropriate moment for a story like this to come out. I you agree. Have the book. So I think it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. I'm going to record it and watch it. Sophia Ritchie and Scott Disick, their relationship has been all over the headlines today. Uh, The headlines today have been saying that they split up amid cheating rumors, but TMZ is just now reporting, no, that they are still together. They're not over yet. Sources close to the couple say Sophia and Scott have not broken up. They're still very much together. She was not happy with the photo of Scott Disick getting handsy with a mystery chick at Kanye's album listening party Thursday night in Wyoming. But she has not pulled the plug on their relationship. Okay. I mean, the photo clearly shows Scott Disick's hand up the jacket of a lady. I'm just saying, I mean, when you're with do you Scott expect Disick, anything less yeah. from him, yeah. right? That's Sources like part say of the rule Scott book. has known the woman for years, and that holding her at the party was nothing sexual and only lasted a few minutes. Only lasted a few minutes. I'm going to tell you something. I mean, I, there are other things that can only last a few minutes, and it doesn't. You'd still be angry about you know, it. And I know, like uh, you guys. I mean, I have a lot of male friends, male colleagues, male um, 
you know, husbands of my friends mm-hmm. who could do like an arm around your shoulder. Sure. Nothing uncomfortable about yeah. that. Yep. This, my friends, is not the arm around the yeah, shoulder. No, that's no. not something you do to somebody this is that a, you're not trying to take home to a place where there's a horizontal opportunity. I'm just saying. <laughs> am guys, I right or am I right? I'm right. If you pull this move, they are trying to get you yes. to a horizontal opportunity. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Says Colleen Lindstrom. Yeah. Or vertical. I don't know how you do it. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat, Scott Disick. Horizontal more comfortable than sure. vertical, but I'm I, just saying. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Depp is in good health and there's no reason to be concerned is what insiders are saying. Bloop. Total garbage. Mm-hmm. Lies. Yeah. Lies, yeah, no, right? Not true in the just least. Just look at the photo. What is going on, Johnny yeah. I mean, Depp? He doesn't, he, no. He doesn't I'm going to show Lori, Bar- oh no, is Lori off today? Shoot, because I wanted to show her this photo and get her live reaction to it. Because she she always just loves Johnny no matter what. I don't know. She this is going to be a hard one for her to to uh, work with. I'm worried about him. I am too. And his eyebrows. Okay, got to go. Thanks, Elizabeth. You can check her next dirt alert at 5:20 on My Talk 107.1. It's here on Twin Cities Live. We need a caller to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Thirty seconds. Five questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we call this game our 30 second pop culture mm. challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. And who's playing today, Colleen? And what is she playing for? We have Julie on the line. And Holly, what's Julie playing for today? A pair of movie passes to go see the new movie Ocean's 8. Julie, Julie, Bobuli, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you right or right? Are you ready? Are you right yet? <laughs> I'm right and I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Okay. Gal Gadot plays what superhero in the DC Universe? Wonder Woman. Colonel Sanders is the mascot of what fast food chain? KFC. Central Park was a hangout spot on which TV sitcom? Central, Central Perk. Perk yeah. uh, Friends. Diana Ross got her start in what band? The Supremes. Jimmy Kimmel Live airs on what TV network? ABC. Oh, yes! <laughs> I mean, how many seconds did she have left? We could have gone on. Give yeah, you, five more questions. That was probably a record, Julie. Hey, congratulations. Oh, I love it. Lost. Congratulations, Thanks, Julie. Have a great day. That was fun. Uh, all right, now that we're done with that task, we move on and we solve some mysteries. We do it in the form of blind items that Holly has uh, brought to us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a former A-plus list rapper. Former. Former. Former A-plus list rapper. Here's your blind item. Apparently, this former A-plus list rapper got all of his ghostwriters to sign non-disclosure agreements. However, one of his ghostwriters hired an unknown ghostwriter to assist him, and that person didn't sign an NDA and knows a whole lot of stuff he's trying to sell to the tabloids. Thing is, though, the tabloids don't want to offend the wife by publishing negative things about the husband. I don't know why they are so spineless. I mean, is it Kim and Kanye? Oh, wait, no, you said... Oh! Oh, good job, You said job, former. Oh, yeah! Because oh, he's not A-plus list anymore? Because he's... Allegedly... Because of, because of this kind of activity? Whoop-dee-scoop. Scoop-dee-dee-whoop. 
Yeah. Was this the ghostwriter of the ghostwriter that was responsible for poopity scoop? Perhaps. Let's let's hope that person got a paycheck. I mean, come on. Okay, let's fill in the blank. All right. Apparently, Kanye West got all of his ghostwriters to sign non-disclosure agreements. However, one of his ghostwriters hired an unknown ghostwriter to assist him, and that person didn't sign an NDA and knows a whole lot of stuff he's trying to sell to the tabloids. Thing is, though, the tabloids don't want to offend Kim Kardashian by publishing negative things about Kanye. I don't know why. The tabloids, they're so spineless. Well, because they make money off the Kardashians. Right. That's why. Yeah, and that's I'm sure point. the Kardashians break stories, break in loose quotes, stories to them all the time. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking of TMZ in particular. Yeah, they, I mean, they're obviously in their pocket mm-hmm. uh, and they definitely scratch each other's backs. Mm-hmm. And that is part of what we are victim to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't put this in our blind item, but I want to let you know there was a blind item late last week basically saying that TMZ paid for that big album EP release party in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. <sighs> and that's why they had exclusive photographs. It was paid for partially by TMZ, partially by the production of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So, E. Interesting. Wow. You know, I was thinking about that um that gigantic EP release party in Jackson Hole, Wyoming that we talked about a little bit on Friday mm-hmm. for uh Kanye's new uh EP. Yeah. Yay. And I was looking at some of the celebrities that were there, mm-hmm. like Jonah Hill and um Chris Rock and I'm thinking like that is a huge commitment in the life of a celebrity or anybody, really. Well, they're to, getting paid for of sure. Of course they are. Yeah. But, you know, they'd have to turn down other projects and appearances, no doubt, because it's not like they can just, and maybe they can, I don't know. But it's not like you just, like, show up in Jackson Hole, Wyoming yeah. uh, because you got other business there. You don't. You're like, you're going for this party. They go there. They get there. They're probably all a little bit hammered and need like a recovery night Mm -hmm. before they jet out again. And that's like a good 48 hour block that they're committing to Kanye West. Yeah. I'm like, what? Well, because it gives them a certain, I mean, in addition to a paycheck, presumably it also gives them a lot of, you know, visibility. Hmm. I mean, when, you know, Oh, yeah. Moving on. All right, this next blind item is Kardashian. Kanye West free has nothing to do with them, but we have to think about a former A-list tween, teen, early 20s adult actor. Mm, Okay. A former A-list tween, teen, early 20s adult actor. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you mean that they are formerly... uh, In their 20s? 20s, or that they are a former tween now in their early 20s? They were most famous when they were a teenager and also in their early 20s. That was when they were at the height of their fame. They are thoroughly in middle age, I will tell you right now. Yes. Okay. And we have to think of his former co-stars. Okay. Okay. Here's your blind item. Still waiting for that never going to happen lawsuit from this former A-list tween, teen, early 20s adult actor referring to the accusations of his former co-stars. He still has those close to him trying to defend him, but they have no answer to why no lawsuit. Hmm. He has also stopped sticking up for himself. Maybe he should just apologize. Scott Bayo. Charles in charge. Charles in 
He's not, not in charge of in much charge right anymore. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Here's your blind item. Still waiting for that never going to happen lawsuit from Scott Bayo referring to the accusations of Nicole Eggert and his other former co-stars from Charles in Charge. He still has those close to him trying to defend him, but they have no answer to why no lawsuit. Scott Bayo has also stopped sticking up for himself. Maybe he should just apologize. Yes. He should just apologize. Yeah. That is interesting. He's not going to because he's not a person who backs down from talking about things, but he has been suspiciously quiet about this. I think because I mean, rightly, he knows he's got to be careful if he puts his foot in his mouth, he could be sued. Right. Like, I mean, he could libel uh, or slander um, Nicole. Mm -hmm. So I I think hopefully his lawyers are like, yeah, you might just want to keep your mouth shut because you're not doing yourself any favors. Mm -hmm. One more. We've got a confirmed blind item here, yeah, from crazydaysandnights.net, meaning that a name, an official name has been published with this blind item. So we have to think about a foreign-born A-plus list singer. A foreign-born A-plus list singer. Here is your blind item. This foreign-born A-plus list singer is having no part of the press tour of this movie. She's planning to show up at a premiere or two, but says her commitment to the film stops at acting. Hmm. Her commitment to the film stops at, at acting. acting. So this is a foreign-born A-plus list singer who's acting in something. Yes. That is coming out. Yes. And there will be press for this thing. Yes. And she shan't be taking part in it. Correct. And it's is I thought it's not Lady Gaga. She's, oh, that would have been a good guess, though, because she's got a film that's going to be right. coming out. Um, okay, so it's not her. Uh, it's not Shakira. Uh, <laughs> no. What made you think Shakira? I just always think Shakira. I don't know why. Her hips don't lie. Um, can we get like a... Foreign-born, A-plus list singer. Where's her foreignness from? It is from the continent of... North America. Okay. I think. Now, don't think of the main three countries. Think of some other countries that are nearby. Oh, Rihanna. Oh, what is she in? A movie? Yes, she is in a movie, particularly Ocean's 8. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, thank you. You forget that because she's not doing any press for it. Right. And here it is. Yes. Rihanna is having no part of the press tour for Ocean's 8. She's planning to show up at a premiere or two, but says her commitment to the film stops at acting, which is why you forget she's even a part. Well, and remember, this is not her first film. No. Oh, no. uh Uh-uh. So in she fact, was in Battleship. Mm-hmm. She was also horrible, in. Um, she was also in an animated feature called Home that my children love to watch in the car. And her, and it's just a voice acting role. She is terrible in oh, it. Well, that's why I can't figure out how she. I mean, was she any good? And has she been good in anything? Anyone? Crickets? I, I don't know. I mean, okay. I honestly haven't seen Battleship. I can honestly say I don't know what her performance was. The film itself sounds like a big stinker. Hmm. So. All right. Well, thank you, Holly, for bringing those wonderful blind items.
You're welcome. And uh, when we come back, okay, what is diet land? We've been talking about it a little bit on the show today. where we live. What is it? And and also, what's happening with the Heather's TV reboot? We've got some TV news for you after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. What is diet land and why are we all so excited about it? Uh, this is a show that's starting tonight and we're talking about it on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, I, I had not heard about this really until today. Yeah, so uh, I was just going through all the new TV that's out and about and I saw an article about this um, show called Diet Land and I was like, okay, what's this about? And I read the little synopsis. I'll read it for you. A ghostwriter for the editor of the New York fashion magazine struggles with self-image and sets out on a wildly complicated road to self-acceptance as men of ac- accused of sexual abuse and assault disappear and meet untimely violent deaths. So I was like, okay, tell me more. Well, yeah. in the article, um, <clears throat> the first article I read actually sort of panned it, but it didn't it, the way that they were uh, criticizing the series, I was like, well, that that seems kind of judgy. Uh, so then I, I wanted to investigate and I read a little bit more. And it seems actually like quite a fascinating premise. So you've got this woman who plays as the um, summary suggested a ghostwriter for the editor of this fashion magazine. Mm-hmm. And um, she is, you know, how do I describe her as a character? She's somebody who's maybe fought you know, with her image. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's kind of like her experiencing the world uh, as women are forced to on a daily basis, you know, like here, if if you don't feel perfect by this and oh, by the way, you're too overweight by this and you don't look as good as you should when you get up first thing in the morning by this. So and as the ghostwriter, she's the one that is. She's the putting one that, that information together. She's the one writing in response uh, as her boss, the head of this mm-hmm. magazine, played by Juliana Margulies. Anyway, in the process of living her life, she comes across this resistance movement. And it's kind of a dark comedy, but it's also, you know, it's it's uh, again, I haven't seen it, so I can only describe what other people have said. It's sort of this like dark comedy. It's a mashup between a lot of the things we've been talking about, you know, in the Me Too movement, rape culture, you know, um, big diet and the mm-hmm. industry that that is. And it puts all of these things together in a sort of funny but also jarring way. And when I started to read who was doing uh, the series, it's on AMC. It's Marty Noxon who is responsible for, she's the executive producer. I think that's her role for this series. She was the one who gave us Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She gave us Mad Men. So I feel like there's some, you know, clout behind it there's definitely some chops behind this particular series and it just seems like a fun of the moment premise well and even even more than that to me it just sounds original and i'm like are you not just craving original content that actually is reflective of the world that we're living in now and not necessarily a nostalgic throwback to a time that has gone by even though i think we love to live in nostalgia right But this sounds like the perfect blend of all of the things that we're confronting on a daily basis in culture and in pop culture um, reflected back, but in sort of a dark and funny package. Yeah, and not in a way that's sort of beating over the head with like the way the world should be and, you know, um, just the sort of, I mean, all that stuff is heavy, but to do it with a little bit of comedy or in this case, dark comedy and 
you know, at some point they're throwing um, serial sexual abusers over, you know, off uh, buildings. So, I mean, it, it kind of is um, just going to be a fun, I think, take on sort of the world that we live in. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to watch. AMC tonight. What time is it on tonight? Uh, I would check your local listings. I'm assuming seven. Okay. But I don't know for yeah, sure. Yeah, we both have already yeah. set our DVRs for it because I... Uh, who watches anything live anymore? Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, here's another, here's a not original uh, show that is actually going away before we ever got a chance to see it. So do you remember a few months ago, we talked a little bit about the Heathers reboot. They were going to reboot the movie Heathers as a television show. Sounds vaguely familiar. And Shannon Doherty was going to be involved in it. She was, of course, in the original Heathers movie. Yeah. Um, and this was all being uh, put together by Paramount. Well, they have now announced that they are not going to go forward with the Heather's reboot. Why not? Well, that's what I think is so interesting. Speaking of being kind of reflective of the time that we live in, this is the uh, this is the statement from um, the head of Paramount, Keith Cox, who's the president of development at Paramount. Okay. Quote, this was a very difficult decision. We had multiple meetings, and in the end, we didn't feel comfortable right now airing the series. This is a bold move, and we stand behind it. This is a high school show. We're blowing up the school. There are guns in the school. It's a satire, and there are moments of teachers having guns. It's hitting on so many hot topics. Oh, yeah. And and so, in out of sensitivity for <laughs> kind of the world that we live in right now, um, Keith Cox, again, the president of development for Paramount Network, says this company can't be speaking out of both sides of its mouth, saying the youth movement is important for us. And we've done all these wonderful things to support that. And then at the same time, we're putting on a show that we're not comfortable with. I mean, that seems fair. You know, what I appreciate about this, I think it is. It's completely fair. Um, But what I appreciate about this is this is sort of an this is a unprecedented um, move on their part to be to a be so thoughtful mm-hmm. not thinking about the almighty dollar right and how yep. that nostalgia could play and how they'd make money off of it but instead really thinking about who they are what they've said as a company and how they can continue to support that and kind of turning away something that may have been a lucrative project for them yeah. in the name of being just decent and good People. Yeah, I think I mean, in, you know, if you want to be a little cynical about it, you can say in the short term, they realize there's actually a benefit to them walking away from this. It doesn't sound like they're, you know, necessarily walking away from it forever. So in the long term, if, you know, uh, the attitudes change, then, you know, presumably they could go, for, you know, go forward with it. That yeah. doesn't seem beyond the realm of possibility. So, I mean, it's smart for them in the short term, certainly. You know, this is yes, I agree with you in the short term. It's really smart. I, and then I think about we've talked a little bit about this with the Roseanne reboot, right? That, um, that there are people then that are out of work. This was a show that was in development. Shannon Doherty was on set. They were, they were filming. Um, so there are people who will not now have jobs as a result of that. Yeah. And I do sort of feel for them in that regard. My hope is that they would find, I, I, there, I wish that they would find a way to sort of repurpose this or maybe, um, do it in a different way. Now they're not shutting down discussions altogether but now is just not going to be the time for mm-hmm. this yeah um but back to the conversation about roseanne which mm-hmm. is a conversation that we were were really involved in all the way throughout last week um about the fact that roseanne 
was canceled by ABC after a series of hateful and racist uh, tweets from the star and creator Roseanne Barr. Mm -hmm. Uh, The trajectory of that story throughout the week last week was uh, she 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 sent out the tweets and within hours and I mean within like half a day ABC had already decided to cancel the show yeah and then by the end of the week we had turned over to a discussion about perhaps a reboot of Roseanne without Roseanne well yeah it's literally the best uh, or the most popular show on television and for the network to walk away from it was awesome in the moment. Um, but I think they very, they, again, think a little cynically because we know that in Hollywood. Nothing is real and everyone smokes. Exactly. So if you wanted to be a little cynical, they knew in the short term, we just got to pull the plug. We're done. We're moving on. It's the best move. Right. But then in the long term, they're not going to necessarily want to flush down the toilet. The highest performing TV show yeah. on uh, network television. So to that end, here's our question. Uh, are we here for a Roseanne reboot without Roseanne? Is this something you're going to want to watch? Uh, the same characters, but without that that main character? Uh, 651-641-1071. We're going to talk about that after this on the